support for this podcast is brought to you by Manscaped.com. The holidays are right around the corner, so if you've got a, uh, I don't know, you've got that special guy in your life that maybe he's got a little too much fuzz rocking around on that hot bot of his. So give him a hint, head on over to Manscaped.com and use code BREWCHAT, B-R-E-W-C-H-A-T-T, all one word, at Manscaped.com and you can get 20% off and free shipping. I think they may even be throwing in a couple free gifts as well. So again, get on over there, check it out, manscaped.com, code BREWCHAT. ExpressVPN. It's super important for everyone to be using a VPN these days. In a day and age where anyone can just be collecting your data and selling it to anyone else in the internet, any old Joe Blow. So protect your privacy, head on over to expressvpn.com slash trust and take charge of your privacy today. Head on over to brewchat.com. We've got a ton of great other podcasts over there, including the flagship brewchat podcast hosted by yours truly. And then we've also got a podcast hosted by comedian Ian Sharp, as well as a current events show. So go check it out. That's brewchat.com or wherever your podcasts are sold. If you're local to the Chattanooga, Tennessee area, be sure to stop by Riverside Wine and Spirits. They're right off Old Jotty Bridge, right there on Manufacturers Road. And it's your one-stop shop to stock up on your uh, anything you might need for your beer fridge, your wine cellar, or your cocktail bar. So go check them out. That's Riverside Wine and Spirits right on Manufacturers Road. And it is the number one stop for any of your booze-filled needs here in the scenic city. While you're in Chattanooga, check out Merchants on Main. It's this cool little store right there on Main Street, kind of diagonally across from Pax Brew Room. And they've got all sorts of great items in there and pieces from various Chattanooga-based artists, including some pottery. They've got vintage clothing. They've got some vinyl. They've got some antiques. They've got Chattanooga t-shirts and postcards and things if maybe you're looking to pick up a gift while you're here on vacation. So yeah, check it out. It's called Merchants on Main right here on Main Street in Chattanooga, Tennessee. I also want to remind you the holidays are coming up and uh, what better time to get someone a... uh, a brew chat themed t-shirt you know i'm gonna try to crank out some t-shirts for the other podcasts including this one between the brews between here and the holidays i know they officially start like two days from now but christmas doesn't so get on over to brewchat.com store see what we got now let's get into the show Hey there, and welcome back to Between the Brews. Uh, My name is Sarah, or Sarah Buckner Photo on Instagram, and this is my co-host. This is Kim, aka Kimbo Biro, and we have a fun and different episode today, as we are doing one based out of Chicago. So for those of you who answered our little survey on our Insta story about where we were heading, no, not St. Louis, sadly, but eventually, you never know, we might do one on St. Louis. But Which is code for send us St. Louis beers. Yes, please, because I don't know what breweries in St. Louis other than Shifley. And you are asking the wrong person. Okay, Shifley. <laughs> this is about what I know other than when Anheuser Busch originally was over there. Sorry to break that one in. <laughs> well, it is you know, um, my jury on whether this is going to be a fun podcast is still out. Why do you say that? Because they're like all IPAs. Okay, Sarah's not a huge fan of IPAs, guys. So. I say, and then we've had a bunch of them on here, and I'm like, ooh, this is delicious. Yes, so exactly. <laughs> that's why my jury is still out. But 
It's okay. Um, we are not starting with an IPA. No, we're not. <laughs> um, we're starting with an American wild ale fermented with passion fruit. Yes. Um, it is from, oh dear, La Soule. That's the name. Is that the name of the brewery? No, that's the name of the beer. It's that other one that I was telling you. Guys, I don't pronounce words very well, so I'm asking Sarah to do that's it a little That's the name bit. of the brewery? Mm-hmm. That doesn't make any sense. I don't know. That's just what their name is. Their, the name of their brewery is uh, Unine, which is one year mm-hmm. or like one anniversary or whatever. I don't understand. I don't know. That's just their name. Well, okay. Uh, it's a 16 ounce can. The label's really cool. It's white with only like black writing. Um, and there's like a circle with a one on it. And I mean, it, I mean, that's it. Like there's the word sour in like light gray behind it. The whole, so that's while true. I pour these. You want to talk a little bit about it? I will. So actually I'm going to go back and talk a little bit about Chicago in general about beer. It's very brief. Oh, kinda, for sure. Yeah, I just yeah. wanted us to have a beer to sip on. Yeah, while no, you, um, and I'll also talk about the beer as well, but I figured I'll just go over Chicago information or some fun things that I kind of read up on. So Chicago's first lager brewery was in 1847, which they were just a small little village slash town at that point when they uh, started that brewery. Literally um, everything in 1847 was like the well, size of this apartment. <laughs> that's true. But that was just the description that I was getting. Um, do I keep kicking you? I do keep kicking you. I'm sorry. <laughs> but Sarah's reaction. so tart. I'm so excited to try this. Ooh. but I haven't got to it yet. Um, there was another brewery that ended up opening and they mainly did cream ales um as a competition i guess shout out to you kyle yep (laughs) so um i don't know much on that part of it other than really when prohibition hit majority of all breweries ended up shutting down um which was kind of interesting to me nothing could really stand afloat once even prohibition ended until about the early 70s uh there was one called i guess it's meister bro I guess is how you pronounce it. I'm probably jacking that up. Don't um, me. But uh, when that came around and was probably one of the known Chicago breweries, Milwaukee's Miller Company came in, bought them and their recipes. And so the light beer that that brewery had was now what you known as Miller Light. So when you're drinking Miller Light, you can now say that you're drinking like a traditional German? German Chicago beer. Yeah. Fun fact. I didn't know that until I read that. I was like, that's kind of cool. Um, and then to go into more about Chicago, everybody knows who Goose Island is. Very renowned brewery. Uh, they started back in 1988. Um, and what's cool with them is that the beloved Bourbon County stout that everybody enjoys came out in 1992 and was part of their release of their 1,000th batch of beer, which I thought was kind of neat and everybody knows today. Allegedly, don't know how true this is, that beer is still in existence today. Wait, what? Yeah, that batch is still in existence somewhere. How? I don't know. On Earth. Somebody saved it. Well, fun fact, um, I also came into existence in 1988. And we're thankful. <laughs> Some days. I came after 92. So um, actually before 92. I take that back. I was 91. Well, barely 91. Do we having Okay. Well, it was the 31st of December. That's why I said right. Oh, I was like, right. But like, how do you, do you not remember what year you were born? Yeah, I don't know why I stopped. At a certain first. point, it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> it doesn't. Oh. That's why I was like, uh. Um, but yeah, going back to them, they opened a second location in 1995 due to mass production. And I just think it's kind of neat to know that Goose Island's the big one other than Lagunitas as well. But that's a little bit of history of chicago i've never been so i, can't I really also talk. have never been to chicago we should have gotten chicago night on here 
Yeah. Chicagoan. We Chicagoan. Sorry for anybody who listens and is from Chicago. If we jack this all up, just let me know. Don't go after Sarah. Just tell yeah, me. Our bad. My notes. Wait, <laughs> what are they called? Chicago- Chicagoans? Chica- Chicagoans? Is it Chicagoans? I don't know. Chicagonite. I'm going with Chicagonite. <laughs> it sounds like sh- like Shugnite. Chicagonite. <laughs> Before I actually try this beer, I'm going to actually say thank you to Chris, one of our listeners who gave us a four oh, pack of Chicago beers. Yeah, we should have, as well as my buddy Michael, who also hooked us up with some Chicago beers. So thank you guys. We very much appreciate it. And I'm going to tell you guys which ones they brought to us, just so you know, like Maybe their little vibe of what they brought and gave us. Um, but yes, so back to this American Wild Ale, which oh, that smells great. It's tart as well. I love it. Um, but I'm going to talk about this brewery. So founded by an architecture and former Marine, um, Jerry Nelson is the gentleman's name. And later his brother Dave ended up collabing and actually joining in. Um, this brewery is known for their seasonal, like annual Belgian beers, uh, which I guess now they do weekly or biweekly releases, which is awesome um, from somebody who also likes Belgian beers that come out about the same with yeah. Odd Story. Yeah. Um, so what's cool with them is over the years, they did expand to fruited and unfiltered or unfiltered, excuse me, unfruited American wild ales, um, which is personally a favorite thing of mine. Um, and with them, they actually had to change a little bit of their concept of their brewery because due to the pandemic a lot of breweries got hit hard and they realized they kind of had to make a new plan on not only just doing beer but maybe having to do another route to survive and so they ended up starting barbecue food as well which i think is awesome um and they ended up moving from their original location to niles illinois which is i guess on the outskirts because i don't know do you have any idea how far away that is no, I can probably look it up, honestly. No. So is it a new location or a second location? Uh, new location. They completely moved. Oh, interesting. Um, and then for anybody who likes Hubbard's Cave, uh, that is also them as well. So with Hubbard's Cave, if anybody's had anything from them, which I personally never have, but know of them, they started that brewery back in 2015. And instead of doing Belgians in american wild ales they instead do primarily imperial stouts and then they have a signature fresh double ipa that they okay do. i want to try some of that give me the imperial stout i am all for it mm, any stouts. anytime i see anything from them i am like their prices are a little high are they yeah that's how the only are, reason how are some of these breweries selling like a 40 dollar four pack i can't figure that out as well i just don't i don't get it that's insane to me Okay, so Niles is northwest of the border of Chicago. Oh, okay. So, so not too bad. No, not at all. Did you know that Southern Grist is opening or they're moving? Where? Uh, just like down the street and around the corner. But they're almost done building out and like putting the final touches on a bigger location. This American Wild Ale is great. I'm scared to take another drink. My age is showing. It's going to give me heartburn. So I had, I'll tell you. So I ended up winning a beer from Dynamic Ales recently. I posted about it today. Um, and it's a, I guess it's a, I don't know how to pronounce the name, I guess. Tyberry or Tayberry. Um, but it's I a. I pronounce acai and then that's about as far as it goes. <laughs> well, this is a hybrid berry that is red raspberry and blackberry. And <laughs> let it warm up a little bit. It'll taste oh better. my Lord. I don't think it tastes bad, by the way. No, it's, just, it's, it's delicious. <laughs> and the passion fruit is like, it's there. Very, very prominent, which is wonderful. Oh, I can just feel it burning going oh. down. And I'm like, that's not. Damn. 
that's yeah. rough but no so i tried their flanders red of that and uh, i ended up winning it so thank you matt i appreciate it um and trying it on saturday with my friend i can't do flanders reds i can't either for the same um, reason i think it just the acidity and it it's just it hurts uh i ended up drinking that and then i couldn't have any of the wine yeah because my, of my stomach ability to drink sours has like i mean i used to love them mm-hmm and I still do. There are some of them that are, are quite wonderful, but I, unless it's got some kind of lactose in it mm-hmm. or yesterday I had one with marshmallow in it, um, that mellows out that tartness right. and like cuts the acidity. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. No, I, I feel you. I had that Flanders red and then we were trying to open a bottle of wine and I was done for, I, yeah. I, I had one glass and I was like, I can't nope. do it. Mm-mm. So my friend ended up enjoying it much more than I did. <laughs> well, good for them. Yeah, no, for real. Um, so again, I understand how you're feeling, but this is great. So thank you, Chris, because you you knew I probably have talked about how much I love American Wild Ales or Sours in general. Yeah. So this is totally up my alley. Well, yeah. Thank you for bringing us these. That was quite nice. Mm-hmm. OK, question, which maybe we should put a poll about this. But to everybody listening, I'm curious, do you want us to post the beers that we'll be drinking each week so you have the ability to go get them and drink them with us yes um i'm sure a lot of them you can't buy as like singles so that makes it a little bit difficult but if there's one that you're particularly interested in do you want to go pick up a six pack or however that works to enjoy them with us as you listen um let us know i'm curious about this because i personally think that would be super fun yeah agree. um if there was a podcast that they were like ahead of time hey here's what i'm drinking this week um I would go out and get it and be like, okay, I'll taste it with you. There was a beer festival that did it over quarantine where they, it was like a local one and I can't for the life of me remember the name of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they reached out to local breweries and we donated beer and they put a box together mm-hmm. and then they had like a zoom call and people could drink at home and brewers would get on the zoom call and like talk about their beer and things like that, which given the circumstances was just a really creative pivot. Right. Um, so yeah, let us know if that's something you'd be interested in. I would love for us to do that. I mean, we'll be honest, we do themes, but when it comes to the beers itself, we kind of talk about it. I don't know, each week a little bit to see who's bringing yeah. what and what we're doing. Um, so we'll definitely try to get better about making sure we actually have our list and lineup of what we're doing and then let you guys know we're in the process of working on that. So if you guys are interested enough, we will try on our end to see what we can do yeah. to get these beers into your hands so you can enjoy them when we you know, post on Tuesday. Yeah. Just wait till we reach wine week. <laughs> I'll be like, I have it covered. Um, okay. I'm going to open the next one. Yes. Um, it's end grain. Um, and they are out of Chicago. Of course. They're in Logan square. I really like their cans. That what one's a cool fun. idea. Uh, they, their cans are like etched with these little peanut looking things. Oh, it's it was like printed or something. Yeah, it's printed. Um, and then they're so I guess the whole can looks like that, and then they're label wrapped. Um, and it's called Hopewell. It's a Marzen. I was gonna say there's a description on the back. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. It's a Marzen style Oktoberfest lager to help you usher in the fall season. Rich and malty at the get go, but kept in balance with a hint of noble hop spice. And clean, effortless finish. Did I just forget to read that on this last one? No. I don't think there was a description note on that one. one. Okay. No. Um, it, oh, the last one was... I'm just really struggling with this beer. They don't put anything on it. Is there no description? No. There's also no... Like, I understand that it's... Oh, it's 6.5%. That took a minute. Okay. So that one, the first one was 6.5%. This is 5.5%. Uh, 
Wait, you did find the description on that one? There's no description there. It's just the ABV. Mm, okay. Um, the can is cool. It looks like an artist, like an abstract. Ooh, it's a pretty color. So going back to an Oktoberfest beer, which I'm not complaining. That's one. I love that style. Oh, I'm definitely not. I'm going to try and savor this before we dive into all the hoppy beers. Yes. And I die. <laughs> Yay. It's really, really. Ooh, the smell is nice. It's really malty. And like kind of sweet. And it's got a nice little amber color. Oh, yeah. 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 Here we go. I'm home. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is tasty. It is so light. It's so good. I'm though. often afraid they're going to be super sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one is really good. It's yeah. got a little bit of a bitter finish. Mm-hmm. So I'm super into it. Mm-hmm. All right. You want to talk about it? Yes. Sorry. I'm just drinking it. Um, I really don't have much to say other than uh, Hopo Brewing. is. They opened in 2016. They're located in Logan Square, which I think is a. Oh, I got it wrong. <laughs> what? I mix it up again. Hopewell is the brewery. Yes. Oh, and, and Grain is, is the, the name. beer. <laughs> We're, we're trying, guys. Sorry. <laughs> when she's done telling you about this beer, I'm going to tell you about my day. And we're going to just talk about exactly how all of this has gone. Well, this is a beautiful Mearson that we got to try. They Hopewell Brewing opened up in 2016. Pretty much what I know about them is they make great, great beers across the board. So sours, IPAs, Pilsners, and more. You name it, they probably got it. They probably are the best. Uh, this is obviously our first one from them. And this is delicious. And also, can, can we start making this style more known now and like all year long? No. Why? It'll never happen. I know. Because of Oktoberfest. And also, this just simply won't sell all year. Well, it taps out at like the end of October. I mean, it's funny because people still ask for them. Still, people are still asking for Oktoberfest beers. Interesting. And it's mid-November, Because it's a y'all. good beer. We got a week before Thanksgiving. <laughs> to the T with us recording. <laughs> I know. I'm stressed. I am too. Okay. <laughs> it's it's okay. This the, like the end of November has flown by. And were you done talking about that beer? Yeah. Like I just no, no, no. Beer. Talk around. Um, November has flown by and it's been kind of scary. I keep thinking it's like middle of week two or something. <clears throat> but also looking at December and like going into the end of the year. Um, it's packed. It's packed. Mm-hmm. And I just like, don't know what to do with myself. I haven't. I just haven't expected this. You're just like, I have this whole scheduling and I'm like, and when do I have time for me and what yeah, I, I want to do? I don't. Yeah. I fully don't. I keep thinking I have a weekend available mm-hmm. and I don't. I'm like volunteer, which and OK, all of that being said, all of it is stuff I want to do. <laughs> like I'm I'm excited about a lot of this stuff. Like it's it's fun and enjoyable and like I want to be there, right. but it's still looking ahead at the calendar and like seeing it fully packed and being like, oh, no. Oh no. And like this weekend I'm, I was like, I have a free weekend. Right. What am I going to do with myself? I'm <laughs> so pumped. And then I realized that I don't, I have to volunteer to take some photos like on Saturday morning, which is not a ton of time, but it's still like getting up and not sleeping in and like scheduling your day and like making sure that you are taking care of the things you have to take care of. Right. Um, so, but then after that, I think I'm pretty free and I'm ready for it, but starting next week, it's just, I'm in retail holiday mode to the wall. (laughs) So I feel you. I'm in retail holiday uh, mode to the point that next week they expect us to do so much in sales. Um, So like where I work, we average about 30 to 40,000, give or take a day. Um, Weekends, about 40,000 plus. They expect the the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, uh, the day before Thanksgiving, we did last year over 71,000. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. So beer did 5,000 plus on that day. Wine did over nine, almost 10 grand. 
Are you stocked up? Uh, I stocked up big time this week. Um, Next week, my orders come in a day earlier because normally it's Wednesday, but it'll be Thursday. Um, thankfully. Uh, but yeah, every cage is almost to the rim. Every, like it's so full. Every shelf is packed. Mm -hmm. There is double the holiday stuff. 12 packs, variety packs are pretty loaded. Um, cause variety packs and then seasonal stuff are going to be what people grab. Oh, it's going to be a doozy. I ain't getting ready for like Black Friday and Small Business Saturday and Cyber Monday. Oh, yeah. Well, here's my thing. Saturday will probably be busy for us. Friday, they don't expect us to because we're a grocery store. Yeah, we'll be the day after you guys definitely. Mm -hmm. But Saturday, they expect us to be slammed because it was last year. Um, so I'm just kind of like, okay, cool. (laughs) Yeah, I'm ready for it. Let's do it. I'll have family in town. Yay. That'll be good. Thomas and I will be with his family on Thursday and then Sunday we'll be celebrating with mine, um, which I'm very excited for the fact that, yes, I'm not eating turkey right now, but I am eating a little bit of meat. My folks were like, hey, I think we're going to do like prime rib. I'm like, I'm like, I can eat that. (laughs) What about tofurkey? I've looked into that. I maybe I'm not going to the right places. Everywhere I've gone has not had it. Like an actual loaf. Oh, yeah, no. That's, Which, um, Allie was looking for one too, and she was like, they only ever have slices and yep. stuff. And I'm like, I don't This know is the first year I've ever seen no actual like tofurkey loaf. I, I guess, can you call that a loaf breast? I don't know. What can you call that? A bundle? I bundle? don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but <sighs> like the. A ball? Like yeah. a butter ball? Yeah. But like kinda. a turkey ball? Like a tofu ball? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I haven't seen them anywhere. And so I'm just going to skip out. I was actually looking. I know this is totally not a substitute, but I was seeing something about a vegan's like mashed potato mushroom kind of dish where it's like, you know how stuffed mushrooms are, Mm -hmm. but instead you do mashed potatoes. Ooh, in stuffed mushrooms. Mm -hmm. Ooh, I would eat that. Yes. So I probably won't make it vegan. I'll probably use regular butter because that doesn't bother me. But at least it's another vegetarian appetizer or side option that I can bring to dinner. Also, Brussels sprouts, one of my favorites. (sighs) Okay. I have a love-hate relationship with Brussels sprouts. I I actually have this only be love. I had this conversation earlier today. So I like them roasted or like kind of not fried, but like maybe grilled in a sense with a certain marinade, which is how I've had them. But if I have them like straight with butter, I'm like, oh, okay. Real talk, guys. (laughs) We all are like, oh, we hate broccoli and Brussels sprouts. No, we hate steamed vegetables. Yeah. Like or boiled vegetables. Like there's no flavor. There's no No. seasoning. Right. Right. So we like the vegetable, mm-hmm. but we also like it to be cooked well. Yep, exactly. So I feel you. So you like Brussels sprouts. You just don't like shitty cooking. Yeah, that's probably it. Yeah. Sorry, that's, mom. <laughs> oh, oh, same. I can remember like, mom, love you. Love her. She's wonderful. Yes. But like growing up, that silver colander thing that right. sits in the big pot and you steam stuff in there yes. and being like, why do we use this? Like, what is this actually for? Are you going to do anything with it once you bring it out? Because yeah didn't well that was the conversation we had was she was like oh would you be interested in brussels sprouts and i was like i don't know if thomas and i really even like them oh, man. other than what how i described it and she was just like well this is one with butter i'm like no no <laughs> i was like i understand where you're going through with this uh-uh. but I'm you like, want to no. <laughs> chop them up and you want to put them in an air fryer or you want to put them in the oven with a little bit of like olive oil garlic some parmesan cheese some like salt and pepper yes delicious that's probably the route i'm gonna have to eventually explore um but like i'm a huge fan of 
mushrooms i love them i do too and enough to where people are like mushrooms are disgusting no, like, no. they're fantastic if I they're cooked them raw. right you have to cook them right don't just saute them in soy sauce which some people do again my poor mom and so i like today i made a chunky vegetable soup well i didn't make it i threw the can of soup in the you know on the stovetop <laughs> but broccoli I, <laughs> hey that's delicious i don't blame you um but i ended up putting like like a fake beef like I saw it, like I cooked it up on the side and then put it in there. And then I put like chopped up mushrooms in it. And it was yeah. almost like a stew. That sounds great. It was fantastic. Yeah. Mushrooms are my favorite. I like to slice them and just like dip them in ranch and eat them raw. Yes. They're good. Mushrooms are fantastic. Um. Okay. So we're on our third beer and it's called, it's, bo- okay. What is the name of the brewery? Okay. Three Floyds? Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, is it going to do it They're again? from Munster. Okay. Illinois. It's Three Floyds. Um, it's an American wheat ale called Gumball Head. Yes. And it looks like a 1980s car. Have you ever seen? Okay. There is an old cartoon called Fritz the Cat. I don't know. And he is a little dirty like porn cat. And it's a gray cat that walks around like hitting on women and having like lady cats and like <laughs> having sex with them in bathtubs and like partying with them and like getting high Why and drinking. Why did you watch this? What? I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, like I've I've seen it. So. I only know about it because my cat's name is Fritz right. and he's gray. And somebody was like, Oh, that's really funny. You named it after. And I was like, what are you talking about? Oh my so gosh. I went and had to Google this thing and it's this whole cartoon. And I, I Oh man, I'm like, Oh crap. I've just dug myself into this hole. Uh, but I had no idea about it before. Now I'm I named my cat. Yeah. You should I'm look it up. Like, what the fuck? But <laughs> this looks like a little kid's drawing of yes. like angry version of that. And I don't know how to explain that to you. And there's like some weird dogs behind it and it's pink and it says it's not normal. (laughs) And does it tell you the ABV on that? I'm looking. Oh, 5.6 word. Um, An American wheat ale brewed with white wheat and dry hopped with hand selected hops from the Yakima Valley. Yep. Bright and refreshing with a lemony finish. Boom. Is that accurate? Yep. That's exactly what I wrote in my notes. Okay. Um, So fun fact, if you go based off beer advocate at all for rankings and what people have to say about it. This wheat, it was scored a 94 out of 100. It's ranked 1,676 of all beers, which, again, that's a pretty, like, okay, that's 1,600 plus. But it's still in the top 2,000. However, it's ranked number three in American Pale Wheats. I really love this. It's really good. I'm actually a huge fan of this. It's not super hot. It smells like it is, Mm -hmm. but it's not flavor-wise super hoppy, and it's pretty chill, super bright, Super light mouthfeel. I'm into this. This is good. So three Floyds you can get in Nashville. We can't get them here locally in Chattanooga. Uh, Thankfully, my buddy Michael, who has actually hooked me up with these beers before, hooked us up again. And now Sarah's trying them for the first time. And they have a special place in my heart for the fact that they're delicious. Um, Yes. Yes, they are. Can (laughs) confirm. Um, All right. So let me tell you about my day. Yes. Please talk to me. Okay. So do you ever have those days where like nothing is wrong and like you're not having a bad day but nothing really goes right either yes that's what today has been and it's been like one thing after another again not wrong Mm -hmm. i'm not having a bad day it's not like a catastrophe it's just like a okay i think i'm gonna go back to bed and maybe just like press reset because this is just not going so great so right 
I get up and I wake up at like 530 with a TikTok song in my head. Oh, no. Because for whatever reason, I'm panicked about that. My job is social media at work. So I'm like panicked about social media at work and how we need to start doing more like reels and TikToks and stuff. So like, what are we going to do? So I have this idea and it plays on a loop in my head for like an hour and a half until finally I'm like, I have to get up because I'm not I'm just anxious. Yep. So get my car and I go to the grocery store to pick up some chicken for work. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's eight in the morning and like, I'm just not, I have not had coffee yet. I left before I could have coffee. Um, and I'm like, I'm not really in the mood to talk to people. I'm just going to go self-checkout. Mm-hmm. So I'm in self-checkout and it just stops working. So by the end of it, I've stood there with two cashiers for like 10 minutes trying to get this to work. And I'm like, <laughs> well, that backfired. Yep. So get in the car, go to work. And I'm trying, nothing really went wrong at work. I like got to do what I needed to do. That's all well and good. Um, I had to leave to go take some photos for someone, um, for like an hour or so. And I hadn't had coffee yet. So I go by this coffee shop and I walk in and I'm like, Hey, I just really want, okay. For those that don't know, I've spent like five years of my life working in coffee shops Mm -hmm. and I like deeply, deeply love it. And I'm not a coffee snob. I drink like the cheap flavored stuff at home. Right. Um, I just love like the community and like I just really love it. So yeah. I'm, and I'm not pretentious about it. I don't think, but I go into the shop and I'm like, Hey, can I just get an iced coffee with a little bit of almond milk? And this girl starts explaining to me what a latte is. And she's like, so we have like, so like you want all, like a latte. And I'm like, no iced coffee. And she's like, well, a lot, you know, it's like got almond milk with some espresso. And I was like, right. I understand what a latte is. I just like, don't want that much milk. Yeah. So I just want, and I was like, she's like, okay, ice. I mean, we can put ice in like hot coffee. And I was like, you know what? Never mind. Can I just get an iced Americano? So like water, ice, and espresso. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, yeah, we can do that. I'm like, great. Can I get, how many shots are in that? And she's like, well, a regular one, there's two. And I was like, cool. Can I get two extra ones? She's like, well, we can do a large and add one. And I was like, okay, I don't really want that much water or like that much liquid. So I just, can we just do a regular one mm-hmm. and add two more shots? And she's mm-hmm. like, well, this one saves you money. I was like, I don't really need, I just, it's 60 cents. So just give me, please. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and just like a splash of almond milk. So essentially I'm making an iced coffee with almond milk. Yeah. Um, so she pours the four shots and she brings it over and she's like, normally we add like the hot water to it. Is that what you want? Or I can just, do you want me to add water? Or do you want me to like fill this up with milk? And I was like, well, if you fill it up with milk, that's a latte and that's not what I want. So could, could we just forego the water and you could just put a scoop of ice in there and add a dash of almond milk and we'll call it a day. Looks at me like I'm crazy. And she's like, well, yeah, I can do that, but it's going to be like lukewarm. And I was like, Yep, that's fine. No problem. I'll take it. Just let's do it. How many times do I need to add iced into this conversation? Right. So, but also part of me wants to be like, look, I know that this is kind of a weird thing, but the ice melts and creates a watered down espresso, but then it also chills the espresso. So like if I drink it fast, it's essentially an iced coffee. Um, so she brings me this like tiny little carafe of almond milk and she's like, here, you can add however much you want. I'm not really sure. And I'm like, nope, all this is good. And just dump the whole thing in there. And I'm like, can I, I just want to leave. So that was an interesting ordeal. I'll ask you who, who it was later. It was it was out of town. It was in, oh, it was yeah, out of, it was oh. like in Dalton, Georgia. Okay, okay. So I was like, who locally is doing this no, no, to no, you? Because no, no, I no, feel no. like we're a little more educated here in chat when it comes to our beer knowledge. Yeah, and like I get, I mean, maybe she was new, or maybe they just like don't do that often. I totally understand it. You uppity city girl. <laughs> but also, I'm like, ma'am, when I say that I do not want a latte. Do not try and explain it to me two more times. 
Mm-mm. So I get back here and like doing something else. We have one good knife at work. Yeah. I bought us a new one recently and it's like one of those like white, like ceramic knives or whatever. And I, I love it. So I'm like cutting some fruit for a, for a photo shoot or something. And I go to put them in the sink and it drops and just breaks in half. Oh, shit. And I lost the knife. Just one of those days where like nothing is wrong. But in everything I do, something goes just like not quite right. I understand those days. Yeah. And like, I'm not, I'm not like in a bad mood or I'm not like, I'm just like, today just feels like it should just, it's just a wash. Well, it was like me coming over here. I was like a little behind. So I was like, Hey, I'm on my way just running behind today. And then, cause I was trying to make sure I had all the beers and I had my notes and everything. Cause I always try to forget something. Yep. And then I, I get stuck in traffic. Cause I was like, Oh, I, I straight up was like, I'm going to tell her I was like, I'm running behind. There's probably gonna be traffic. And I jinxed it. There was yeah. major traffic and there was, it looked like there was a wreck up ahead. So thankfully I got around, went through like some neighborhoods. And then of course I take this one road and it's constant construction. And on top of that, a truck with a, that was hauling a big ass boat lost its tire Oh, on the road, dude, yesterday I saw a tire blow out from like one of these massive, like 18 wheelers. That's I've terrifying. never seen it before. It's so fascinating. It's only fascinating because I wasn't directly behind it. Yeah. And they don't go a little bit crazy and swerve all over the place. Like I thought they did. Like they remain completely in control. Yeah. Still fascinating to watch the whole thing. But this one was weird because I saw them and I was like, okay, I'm slowly trying to get through. And then it was like, oh, there's a tire right in front of me. Like not directly, but like in the middle lay, like in the middle of the divider. And then there's a branch hanging down. So my car had to hit the branch in order to avoid the tire. Oh my God. And I was like, I'd rather my car get scratched up. Then run than into that. a tire. Yeah. And so, and then of course there's like construction ahead, big bumps. So my car's like, dunk, dunk, dunk. I'm like, oh my gosh, it was like back to back. And you drive a little Tic Tac. I do. And that car's old. Yeah, Bless it. Mine too. I had a flat tire last week. So that was fun. Three and, and a half hours later. replaced. Oh, the other yeah. thing, one of my hair ties, so I'm ha- my hair's in pigtails today. Yes. One of my hair ties broke and I didn't have another one. So it's, it's, it's the zip tie. I saw that and I was, <laughs> I've been staring at it. I don't know if you've seen me looking at it, but I'm like, that is actually smart. <laughs> my hair is, I have real, y'all, I have really thick hair. So like one of my pigtails is like a normal head of hair and I used a zip tie and it's great. I, I think that's gone anywhere. I think that's amazing. I'm very happy with that. I'm very, <laughs> very pleased. Girls, you don't have a rubber band. Use zip a t- tie. Zip tie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they can be used for all kinds of things. Oh, man. I love that mm. so much. Yeah. Okay. This beer is delicious. It's a great wheat. I got to be careful when I drink wheats. I don't know if I've ever said this or not on the episode, but I sneeze sometimes when I drink certain wheats. It's weird. Why? I I don't know if it's a it's not a wheat allergy because I eat other things with wheat and have no issue or drink things with wheat. But there's something about wheat beers. I don't know if there's an intensity or certain. <sighs> Maybe it's the way it like processes or like I don't know. It's certain breweries, but I can't name you off like this beer made me sneeze. You know, it's just normally they do. This one, however, hasn't made me sneeze yet. So Ooh. good signs. I'm nervous about this beer. Sketchbook. We're headed down the road of Sarah skeptical. No, no, that's a pale ale. Okay, are you ready? <laughs> I'm here. Yes, God. let's do it. I don't want to do this. Okay, um, it is sketch. Nope, sketchbook brewing. Oh, okay, yeah. it's sketchbook brewing, and it's called No Parking. Mm-hmm. This is great. It's a white label with a bunch of different like red no parking signs. I like it. Um, it's a Citra Pale Ale. I'm gonna pour a little out, and then I'll read the back. 
I was going to say they're out of Evanston and they are close to Northwestern University, which I had a cousin who almost went there because he's super fucking smart and almost went there. I was like, so where did he go? He ended up going to Wayne University oh. up in up Detroit. Um, okay. This is cool. Um, it says, if you build it, they will come and look for parking. We started in an alley, so we didn't have much to offer in the way of luxuries. Just some beer. Just some beer. Low in alcohol without sacrificing flavor, this crisp, refreshing pale ale features five different malts balanced with a burst of citra hops for a complex yet refreshing flavor. And it is... Dun, 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 dun. I don't actually know. Where's the ABV? Great question. Is it going to tell me? Chinook. Wait, no, I don't know why I said Chinook. It just looked... Chinook. Sketchbook to me, if I look at it really fast, looks like Chinook. Uh, I... I... Nope, there it is. 4.4? Yep. Okay, that's nothing. All right, here we go. It's time. Okay, I don't love the smell. Sounds like dirty socks. (laughs) My gosh. Sorry, sorry, sketchbook. Love your label. I like it. Okay, okay. I haven't tried it yet. I Okay, so I like pale ales for the fact that the intensity that comes from an IPA, especially now... This smell is out. That's fair, Sarah. That's nope, fair. That's not for me. Sarah's not always a big IPA drinker, so it's okay. Or it's I'm like very particular about what they are. That's okay. And that's understandable. I like this because to me, it's easy drinking. The hops are not overpowering. It still gives a nice flavor to it. Because personally, I love an IPA, but sometimes they are too much. Way too much. Yes. I just don't think that I'm a fan of the Citra hop. That's fair. I mean... I think that I like... Shoot. Now I don't know. I'm going to have to ask Marshall. Um, What hop you like? Yeah. I know that I like the Eldorado hop, which a lot of things don't have. Right. But I know I used to work for a brewery that made a beer called Eldorado, Uh and it was just a single Eldorado hop, um, which was delicious. And then the ones I've had since then have been very good. I feel like Citra hops is way overdone. It's the same as Centennial, Chinook, Mosaic. I feel like those are your basic American hops that you see in almost everything. That's why Um, I kept saying Chinook. Yep. Because Chinook's one of them that you know, too. Um, But they are. They're just I think they're I don't want to. I mean, I hate to say they're overused, but they are. There's a lot of the same IPAs out there that are like, oh, it's made with Citra and Mosaic. Yeah. Or Citra and Centennial. That's not for me. That's okay. I like it just. And again, like I said, it's just light, easy drinking. It's not overly hoppy. So for me, that's on point i'm yeah. glad to see you grab that beer she's I back just, to gumball i'm head. just gonna well palate cleanser yes so this is outside chicago but i think we should talk about this uh bell's brewing yeah uh, which i was chatting with sarah about before the podcast they have sold uh larry bell who is the owner and founder came out and was like hey my health hasn't been great in the last couple of years i am retiring um we have decided to sell to i think it's kirin or kirin i'm sorry if i jacked that up it's a japanese company who owns multiple different other breweries they own uh brooklyn brewing as well as new belgium and four roses whiskey oh neat yeah so it's not just strictly beer i mean they have Um, a good track record apparently of keeping things so the way they are yeah um because brooklyn still does great new belgium still does a great job so um Depending on how you feel about brewery selling, and we've talked about this numerous times, I was and wasn't shocked that Belts did this. I think it was 
kind of time for them probably to get to that point because they've been selling and they've just established themselves for so long. The only thing I didn't like was Bells came out years ago when founders sold out and kind of mocked them in a sense, being like, oh, we're the only one that's now independent and truly, you know, in the craft beer. And it's like, you can't say that now. Well, they can't now, but they could then. Yeah, but it's like, don't go after your another brewery like that just because they sold. You never know if you're ever going to sell, and they did. Yeah, and I think that, do you know what the general, like, public opinion has been? Mixed. Really? Yeah. Okay. And I think that's, it's weird with craft beer, um, based off what I was reading, is that, craft breweries tend to get really or not craft breweries but beer lovers tend to get upset when it comes to breweries that are independent or local selling out is what they call it i think it loses their ethics it loses quality at times from some breweries and so people miss that oh it's independent and it's local and it's doing this and that and it's like look as we've probably said before you get to a point in your business where you probably want your be- business to succeed and continue <clears throat> growing. And so you do sell. Now, yeah. there are some controversies with this br- this company that they sold to. They have put money. They, I think it was there's a country and I can't think of the country's name off the top of my head, but they were pushing money into this community in this country. And it's a lot of war crimes. There's a lot of people in the community that are starving and going through a lot of issues, but here they are feeding, trying to make the economy better and trying to help the people, but it was actually hurting the people. And so a lot of people came out and was like, hey, you need to get out of this country. You need to quit doing this. And they did a couple years ago. Um, but there's a, a track record on that where people are like, hey, your receipts, like where your money was going to, no good. And so I think that's another reason a lot of people were upset is because of the history of that company in particular. Yeah, but unlike... McKellar, when they knew they were doing something wrong, they changed it. Right. Or they like tried to do something. They didn't just keep going down the same path. And it took a couple of years for them to do this, too, where people were like, hey, yeah. And to be fair, like this is the first time I'm hearing of this. I I didn't have no knowledge of it, but, you know, they did something. But I will say when it comes to like selling out, quote unquote, I am in the camp of I don't care because I think that the only people that get upset about breweries selling out are the people that have never worked in a brewery. And I'm like, you, it's hard work for a passion. Yes. But often very little like monetary reward from it. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the end of the day or at the end of that road, when people do sell, mm-hmm. it's because you're exhausted. You, you see a payout for all of this hard work you put in, you know, like, just i don't know the people that haven't worked in the brewery that just drink the beer that are like i can't believe you would do that be like why why what if my end goal was to sell out or to sell to a larger company and be like thank you i had a wonderful time thank you for this like experience and my past and letting me grow this thing give me my money i'm gonna go retire exactly because i sure as hell would do that well here's the thing i hear based off what i was reading too like the distillery world does not deal with um this type of issue like yeah. if it's a small distillery they want to go big they yeah. want people to know and it's like the same with wine i've never heard anybody go well they sold out to big wine and i'm like i don't think big wine is as much of a thing it exists it does depending yeah. on, but it's not like beer beer but is it's so also different not like kendall jackson's popping all over the world trying to buy up these tiny wineries right like it, like anheuser-busch or yeah. cores and stuff like that so it's not the same like um 
culture. No. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. So it, it's interesting. I'm happy for Bell's. Um, they're going to be mainly working with New Belgium, kind of like a sister brewery now. Um, and we've seen how New Belgium's been and how successful they've been. I've never heard anything bad about New Belgium. Yeah, uh, I mean, I've enjoyed them. their beers in the past. I don't drink them as often if ever anymore, unless it's like fat tire randomly. Um, I basically only drink it if it's the only thing there. Yep. That's happened to me numerous times where or it's like, like the alternative is like a Miller. Miller's still so new to me. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. But it's not that. But I'm, I mean, either way, as long as Bill Bills Bells stays consistent, um, I mean, I'm going to support their stuff. I mean, I brought in their Christmas ale, which is their or Christmas. Yeah. Christmas ale, which is a scotch ale. Mm. It's one of my favorites. Ooh, I want to do. So another brewery anchor steam is one that sold several years ago to a Japanese company. Hmm. Um, oh, I want to say like, I want to say Sapporo, but that's not right. Garrett. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't remember. Um, well, a very good friend of mine that I've known since high school, mm-hmm. uh, worked for them during all of that. And he actually unionized them. Oh, wow. Which is really cool. Yeah. Um, so super proud of him on that front. He doesn't work for them anymore, but he worked for them for a long time. And they, so Anchor Steam has one of, if not the best Christmas sale I've ever had, which there are probably better ones out there, but it's so nostalgic to me. It was the first one I ever drank. It was, I was like 23, 24 or something. Mm-hmm. I was living close to Athens at the time. I was like working in a restaurant. I was just part of that scene. And I was like yeah. drinking my shifties after work, like living the dream. And it was my first like seasonal, like Christmas ale. And it was so good. I so have it at every work. year. Yeah. I, I've never had it. Oh, so, so we need to, everybody I, keeps talking about it. I me. hope it's as good as I remember it in my brain. Everybody keeps telling me how yeah. good it is. And I, like, did you get it? I'm like, yeah, to it's my here. knowledge, the recipe changes a little bit every year. I think a lot of people do that with yeah. their Christmas sales. I'm sure they do. It's like seasonal or whatever, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think that we need to put that in our, our Christmas uh, episode. Yeah. Just so you know, Sapporo does own them. Oh, I was right. Yeah, they are acquired. Oh my by them god, I have got to stop second that's, guessing that's myself. That's why I smiled at you. I don't know if you noticed. I looked yeah. down at my phone down and smiled at you that it is. Sapporo. I am awful at being like, oh, I think it's this thing, but I don't know. I'm probably wrong. You should, you know, like, don't listen to me. And then I'm, I'm, I'm right. Nah, be confident. I be confident. To, I'm right about everything. I'm brilliant. <laughs> exactly oh, that's so not true no okay but seriously oh god you ready to crack the next one let's do it i had to put some of the beers so i have a little you guys this is ridiculous i have a united states postal service bag that i bring in my beers and i have an ice pack wrapped around it actually keeps the beers pretty cold it's so great you gotta support yep my daddy works there um oh, but does he really he does yeah he's been there that. for like over 20 plus years He's the guy yeah. that sorts all your mail and the big machines and makes sure they get on the truck. Um, but yeah, so I have that plus an ice pack on the inside. So that's how I bring all my beers everywhere. And so some of our beers were sitting out and I was like, I do not want these to get too warm because it's we're getting down to hoppier pails, IPAs. Sarah's going to be like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> She's dying. Oh, man, I don't feel great about this one. OK, so this brewery is called Maplewood. Maplewood. Oh, God. Uh, okay. And this is called Charlatan. Mm-hmm. It's an American pale ale, and it's a cool can that is printed. And it's like a ombre gold to purple with this little dude on it that looks like a... I never noticed the back of it. Sorry. I'm, I am I love the very back where your hand is holding. Yeah. It shows the grains, the hops, yeah, and the vitals. Yeah, it's really I'm cool. I'm so excited. Sorry. <laughs> um, so... 
kind of I don't know what that there's like a picture on it, but I don't know what it is. Anyway, um, it says the guy with the top hat. No, there's like oh. a picture in the color. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, there's a little dude with a top hat. He's he's real cute. He has like a monocle that's a star. Uh, he's a charlatan, a fraud, if you will. Um, brewed with pride in Chicago for good folks everywhere. Uh, fresh, fresh, wow, fresh citrus notes, aromatic and clean. Um, grain. There's two row light Munich, dextrin, caramel, white wheat. Hops are Citra, Simcoe, Centennial, and Warrior. Uh, Vitals, uh, Pale Ale, 35 IBUs, 7 SRM, 6 point... No one ever puts SRM on their cans. I I love it. I appreciate Um, that. 6.1 ABV. Yeah, this is going to be interesting. If you don't know what SRM means, it means standard reference... We've talked about this before. Mm -hmm. Standard reference method or measurement. I can never remember which one. But it's basically the the scale and what like the color actually lies. Mm-hmm. So this is super light, crystal clear, like wheat or sunshine. Um, I like this beer a lot. This is, de- this is tasty. So okay, I don't you, hate the smell. It's very, this is tasty. Fruity. Um, so from Maplewood brewing, they are located in Logan square. For those that are familiar with Chicago, uh, brewery and distillery is what they're actually known for. Oh, cool. So this is great for the beer and non beer drinker. So if you're a beer lover, your friends are more into cocktails. Boom. You have a place to hang out and chill. Um, I guess they have a flagship IPA as well called son of juice, which I guess is a perfect IPA for the summertime is what I was told by Chris. Mm. This is his personal favorite. So again, thank you, Chris. Now we've tried all of his beers. So we very much appreciate yeah, it. Thank you. Um, so yeah. And a cool fact about this one, this 2016 and 2018, uh, beer, or excuse me, let me rephrase that. Back in 2016 and 2018 at the Great American Beer Festival, they won bronze for the American Pale Ale. So we are tasting what is known as a delicious American Pale. I actually don't hate this. And I think it's because I like Simcoe. I'll probably make a difference. Um, I asked Marshall what was in. So my favorite, one of my favorite IPAs is the one that we make. It's called Gilded Roads. It's a West Coast IPA. Yes. Um, And in it is Simcoe and Lemon Drop. Okay. So I think I like Simcoe. I don't see a lot of lemon drop hops out in the market. I do a little, but not as much. I need to learn like the taste difference between them. I need to educate myself again on it. Um, we will eventually be getting to a brewery, which I am so excited about, um, that kind of taught me about hops and how hops really bring in the flavor, other yeah. than the yeast, the hops really do, and how each one has a different characteristic. Um, so I'm very excited to try one of my favorites, but as well as a different one I've never had before. Yeah. I like this a lot, actually, which I'm surprised by. I was like, I I have my notes in front of me. I really worked on making sure I knew exactly (laughs) what I was doing. You did a great job. I came into this totally blind. I'm like, you've got him great. Well, it does help for the fact that like Chris and his wife hooked us up with the four pack. And then my buddy Michael ended up, he had all these Chicago beers. I was like, I was like, hey, I'm doing a Chicago episode. Who do you suggest? And he's like, come to the brewery. I got you. And so he hooked me up with a bunch. I was like, sweet. (laughs) So I was able to kind of get ahead and know what we were bringing in. Thankfully, other than the ones that Chris gave us, Three Floyds is out of Nashville. Revolution you can get in Nashville. You may be able to get Revolution in Georgia, but I don't think close to us. Oh, I see a lot of people in Atlanta drinking it, but I don't know if they're. Oh, you it. probably would be able to. Yeah, probably because it's Atlanta. I was in Nashville yesterday. 
I saw that. You did you make just a day trip? Mm-hmm. Okay. I I went to do headshots and like Christmas photos for Tanner's brother. <gasps> yes. Yeah. Okay. I saw your Southern Griffs photo. I was like, my girl's over at Southern. I was Griffs. there for like one whole beer, and then <laughs> I went and got a burger, and then I came home. Yes. So I don't blame you. It was just super short, but like a long day. Yeah. No. It's a it's a trip. Mm-hmm. It's a trip. Which they're talking about putting tolls up in Nashville. Why? Because of the impact of so many damn people moving in that city and the it traffic. Is really cute. Well, I didn't go downtown. Okay. So I still have never seen that. But I was in this like suburb mm-hmm. and the houses are adorable and they have little walkable coffee shops. That's the one thing that I that we don't have living like where I do. Right. Is there's no there's no coffee shop near here. There's daily grind or not da- daily ration. I'll tell you right now, I'm not standing in that brunch line for a cup of coffee. You, I mean, it's a little bit of a walk, but be caffeinated's down the road. It's down the road. Yeah, it's down. So be caffeinated. I can get to and milk and honey when they're back there. Yes. But I don't normally drive to work that way. Like once a week. Do I ever do that? Right. I go the Hickson to Georgia route mm-hmm. and there's nothing. There's like that one new little spot next to uh, where Jefferson's used to be. Oh, is that new? Mm-hmm. Oh, I haven't been out um, that way to see that. And it's cute and it's really good, but like, where am I going to park to pop in and get coffee? That's the killer about being downtown. Yeah. Is like, if you find a spot, you have to pay. Even if you're going to be there for less than 10 minutes, you have to pay for it. And if you don't, you're probably going to get a ticket because Republic Parking and whoever else is running the parking authority yep. will nail your ass before you even I get off the I just want to pop in, grab a coffee, and leave. There should be like a 10 minute. Like, I want entry. to open one. There is like this. Um, well, I guess it's the same direction towards Publix, but there is this building really close to me and it's like small, but it's like gorgeous windows. And I just want to open a coffee shop there, but I think there's like an office or something. I'm going to put a note on their door. And it's like, if you ever want to vacate the premises, <laughs> get out. Cause I'll I really want to make a coffee place here. I want to do coffee here. Oh, all right. You ready for this next one? Yeah. I'm excited about this one. Oh God. You, I don't know. So I'll talk about this one real quick. Ah. This is three Floyds again. This is from Michael. And well, the rest are from Michael, I should say. And uh, this is zombie dust. So for anybody who is a pale ale, maybe even IPA fan, because at first I thought it was an IPA and then I realized I goofed and it was a pale ale. Um, This one is delicious. Uh, I'll give you guys a little bit of facts on it. So pale ale, intensely hopped, uh, gives a nice light, sweet, smoothness. Um, with Beer Advocate, and this is what's neat about it, this was ranked 100 in a scoring system out of 100, which is a very rare find. Um, it is ranked number 42 of the top 250 rated beers. I have had this beer now, I think two or three, I think three times now. I've had it in a bottle, a can, and now back to a bottle again. I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, there's something I love about drinking beer out of a bottle. Um, okay. So we've got zombie dust. So your classic bottle, creepy dude on the front. Kind of like a zombie king. Yeah. 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 He has like a chest plate thing and a crown and he's green. Why are zombies green? The rotting. Rotting. Gangrenous. Yep. Um, And it says this intensely hopped and gushing undead pale ale. Okay. I've nearly lost him. Um, Will be one's only respite. Respite? Respite. Okay. Uh, after the zombie apocalypse created with our marvelous friends in the comic industry. That's awesome. Art by Tim Se- Seeley. That's so cool. This is fantastic. 
What's the ABV? I sunk down into the chair. I don't know if Sarah noticed that, but I just kind of like oh, yeah, sunk she was, in. She was gone. <laughs> yes. No, but like for real, what's the ABV? Uh, I didn't write that information down. I can't find it on, on here anywhere. Hold on, y'all. We'll figure this out. I don't think it's that high. Maybe five point something? Okay. Don't call I haven't me. tried it yet. 6.5. Oh, okay. With a 62 IBU. Not my favorite. Not my favorite. Oh, man. Oh, no. Mm-mm. I knew this wasn't going to be a Pirelli, but I love this beer. What is? What are the hops? Um, You know, that's a valid question. Let's see. Oh, that's too bitter for hops me. Hops and zombie dust. Zombie. Zombie. Why is zombie dust so popular? That is, uh, guess what? It's a magical question. <laughs> guess what hops are in this? Just guess, Sarah. Citra. <laughs> Fuck. Yep. Nope. We found it. <laughs> I don't like them. <laughs> Is it just that? Yes. Oh. Single hopped beer. I'm sorry. I'm. <laughs> God, at least I'm consistent. You are consistent. I appreciate. <laughs> well, damn it. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know why I drank that. Again. <laughs> you were like, oh, second. Let me I'm try to check it. Nope. <laughs> oh no! 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 Oh man. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not laughing at her. Ooh, that just, one is all yours. Like you head back to that bottle between beers because I do not want that. I'm still making my way down all of these beers. That's okay. Will you turn behind you in that cabinet and grab me a couple more glasses? I'm making a lineup over here. That's fine. Oh, hello. Yeah. Hello, baby. We need four more, I think. Zombie. Yes. Zombie. Oh, God. Yeah. That's fucking yeah. yeah. Well, that's what you get when you bring me. No, that's, Zombie dance. that's fine. I'm not worried about that. I'm just more like that song will show up randomly in my life. And, I, and then I'm like, Ugh. and then people do remakes of that song. And I'm like, just stop. I want Adele to do a remix of that song. So are you a huge fan of Adele? Yeah. Okay. So let me, I'm going to say this. So I like her. You I'm and not- I have polar opposite music tastes. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, we do. And we can talk about that. Yeah. Uh, because... I like her and I will randomly listen to her popular stuff, but mm-hmm. I'm not a devout obsessed person of her. Oh, somebody mm-hmm. in the beer community came out, was like, she is not that great. She is meh. And I went, you're not alone. I don't think she's meh, but I am not a huge fan of her. I was like, you're not alone. The hype is so unusual to me about her. And I was just like, well, I'm glad I'm not the only person that's like, yeah, I'm happy for her. like I like her as a person, like her personality is great. She has a voice, but I'm like, well, that's I, how I feel about Taylor Swift, too. OK. Oh, yeah. So, I OK, let me preface <laughs> by saying that I'm actually not a huge music person as a whole. Um, I have music that I enjoy, but I am not the person that's going to I don't really enjoy concerts. It's too many people. And I'm not the person that's going to geek out about new music that comes out. Like I like what I like and I usually stay in my like sphere. Right. Unless something like really catches me. So Adele, the last album. So I don't listen to her obsessively. I have a couple songs that I like off of her last album and whatever that like, I think are really wonderful and I can listen to anytime they come on, but I don't seek them out. Right. The last time her album came out, which I lived in Colorado at the time, I think, um, I downloaded it and I laid in bed and I listened to whole, the whole thing on repeat and just cried. Cause she's so, I think she's so good. So right. you don't have to enjoy her style of music. Like that's what you can be like, eh, it's not my kind of music, but you're going to be hard pressed in my opinion to find anyone with her caliber of like just natural voice. Right. Uh, 
currently. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I'm sure there are people that have that will that have surpassed her or whatever, but like she just has an incredible voice that's so powerful. Right. Taylor Swift is not. I think that she is an impeccable storyteller and should write songs for other people. Like she can take an experience and, and like spin this whole tale. And I think that's super cool. I don't personally enjoy, I, I like her and I will listen to her. I listen to her new album just because I'm like, spill the tea. I want to yes. know all the dirt. Yeah. Um, but I don't find her voice all that great. I don't relate. I mean, I like poppy music. Don't get me wrong. I also like metal. I also like rap. I'm kind of a little bit mixed of everywhere, but Taylor Swift is not for me. And I'm, excited about her getting her rights back to her music and yeah. her being able to kind of remaster everything. She's kind of throwing Jake Gyllenhaal under the bus. Just now give her the, the damn scarf back. Give her the damn scarf back. <laughs> I don't know God. all of this, but it's just so funny how people are going after him and they're like, don't watch his movies. I'm like, damn. I don't like, think I fully understand what happened. I think it just went ugly and he did her wrong. And I mean, and that's the part that confuses me is like, how come all of these guys are doing, and again, she might be right, but like Men. she writes songs about all of them. So she gets to control that narrative. She came out and said in an interview that like guys will be like, don't write music about me. If Which we break th- up. she's going to like, you know, it, you know, when you officially are like, we are together that. You guys are probably never, ever getting back together. Never, ever, ever getting back together. (laughs) But also that she's going to write about whatever. Oh, for sure. If it's ugly, she's probably going to write about it. And she's like a master of mm, subtlety. Mm -hmm. Is that the right word? So like she or maybe I don't know. The word is not there today. Um, But like the, the storytelling aspect where she's not like, so Jake did this and Jake did that. But it's like she talks about turning 21 and you can figure out who she was with at 21. And like, there's imagery from like the short film of the 10 minute version of that song. Did you watch it? Oh, I did. Yeah. I I was so curious. I just wanted to know. (laughs) Um, so yeah, I watched it and there's imagery from it, which I, there's like some girl on TikTok talking about it. And I was like, okay, okay. I'll hear you out for like 30 seconds. Um, but like there's a scene in this like little short film where he kisses her from upside down, like in, um spider-man yes yeah but and then this woman like ties everything around from like toby mcguire to jake gyllenhaal and i think jake gyllenhaal was dating kirsten dunst while she was filming spider-man and she was 21 when she was dating him and he was 22 when they were dating okay and then he dated taylor swift when she was 21 but he was much older which is the line uh you keep getting older but they stay my same age oh yeah that's uh, based off of a Matthew McConaughey movie. What movie is that? Do you know what I'm talking about? I do know what you're talking about. High school. I keep getting older, but high school girls stay in the same age. Yeah, they're like, I keep getting older, but they just stay the same age. That's and so like, gross. Stop it. That's so gross. You, you just suck so much that you can't even find somebody close to your own damn age. Sorry, not sorry. Okay. Uh, I mean, they can find someone close to their own age. They just don't want to because they're disgusting. I didn't know which beer I was grabbing next. And I was like, ooh. Okay. But yeah, when it comes, you can look at that. And um, but no, when it comes to music, we are the total opposites. Because I yeah. just recently, so me and Sarah and Latroy are in a little group chat, and so randomly I'll send them photos of beer that I grab and are fine. 
And one of them happens to be Three Taverns, who we all love. Uh, They did a collab with Mastodon, which is a metal band. And it is called Tear Drinkers. It is a hazy IPA. And it's like people everywhere, but not a drop to drink. So the the, okay, when she sent me this, (laughs) which is uh, this is the I guess the ironic part about who I am. I am not a Mastodon fan. I am very familiar with Mastodon. They're an Atlanta band. Yeah, Um, I have a friend from Atlanta who very, very close to them, whatever. Yeah. So I also know that the brewers I work with are familiar with Mastodon and very into that style of music. So I immediately run back there and I'm like, look at this. How cool is this? So they're like, yeah, that's great. Uh, Cool. So the art on the can is to die for it's and it's great. this like zombie moth thing with like a skull if yes. i'm recalling correctly yeah so i don't enjoy this kind of music but the aesthetic tied to it is very much my aesthetic rock and metal music has the best appearance like the best looks i think i just like i have my apartment is like this sounds creepier than it should no. you have to see it to understand it but like I have bones everywhere and i have dead bugs everywhere like not dead bugs that i don't clean up like ones that i actually collect and like put on windowsills um and like it's very like my aesthetic is very creepy and like i like that kind of thing right but then i'm very pop music <laughs> so <laughs> doesn't make a whole lot of sense look we at all, the floof on this beer there is a lot going on but that's one thing that i right away was like sarah and i are similar on some things because for the fact that you had that and i was like is that legit yeah i was like i love it because i have ceramic or fake skulls around my home all year long yeah one's like it looks like an actual skull the other one's like white with this gold imprint on it which is so ridiculous but that's i love skulls i love that kind of aesthetic so yep. for me when it comes to rock and all that like today i'm even wearing a skull mm-hmm. long sleeve in november i don't give a shit <laughs> what time of the year it is i'll wear this during christmas time mm-hmm. i'll wear it in the summer well not really because it's too hot here but exactly it yeah and i i am into the like the the cleaning of the bones like i a friend of mine had a deer get hit by a car on his property and he had like a massive amount of land yeah so um he had like pulled this thing into the back of his like his backyard to decompose so it wasn't like in front of his house yeah um and it was mostly decomposed but he like brought it to me and i was able to like gently clean off the rest of the bones and now i have this like really beautiful almost full deer skeleton in my apartment and they're all used for different things like the skull is on a shelf its rib bones are like in a vase like flowers i painted a bunch of other like other bones to kind of match and i need to get a drill bit that can drill but i want to string them together and make kind of like a mobile Mm -hmm. um i use other ones to like weave onto instead of using a stick i'll use like a bone so it's just cool like i make art with them i think they're really neat i think it's a way to kind of respect these animals even after they're gone and i'm not going to pull every dead animal off the road (laughs) i hope you don't but you know if you like there are ways to keep using things to it's like it's fullest instead of just right. leaving it out there to decompose and i'm totally down for it being decorative too okay, okay. all right let's talk about this beer because i adore this brewery so oh, much oh oh i don't hate this Ooh. what kind of hops are in it okay <laughs> it is revolution brewing it's called lucky hero ipa seven percent uh high stakes hop character it looks like another kind of like comic book thing um it has color block in the way that a lot of cans actually none of the ones we have currently have color block well not in the way that okay so a lot of cans currently have like um 
a strip of color at the bottom and then like a pattern or like a something more visually exciting at the top like they're split into two um our cans are that way a lot of them are this one is a little bit opposite where the bottom block is much bigger than the top block and the top block is white um and it's called lucky hero of their i guess they have like a series called like the hero ipa series yes they do okay so our other one is the anti-hero yes okay um and it's a guy on here and he's got some dice and he's got a bandana and he's green his head is a hop and he's mm -hmm. holding a some kind of baton um let's see if there is other no there's really not a whole lot of um explanation on here it's got notes, based off what I was reading, it's got notes of mango, papaya, and fresh grapefruit uh, with a deep resonance finish. Um, Revolution Brewing is known as the largest independently owned brewery in Chicago. Um, this brewery has a big part in my journey in beer for the fact that my buddy Michael hooked me up with their... <laughs> Sarah's gonna love this with their Citra <laughs> hero, their Mosaic hero, Centennial hero and anti-hero mm. or anti-hero, however you want to pronounce that. Um, so for me, that was my introduction to hops. And I highly recommend if you are somebody who enjoys hoppy IPAs or beers, and if you can get your hands on Revolution, grab their IPA, like their hero series for the fact that they do single hops typically. Lucky here, I'm not sure. We'll have to look that up and see about if they have different hops in it. But for me, that introduction to single hopped beers kind of gave me the idea or profile knowledge of when I'm drinking an IPA. Oh, I think there's Citra. Oh, I think there's Mosaic and so on. So for me, it was a great way of learning to where sometimes I'll try a beer, which I'm a little rusty right now. But in the past, I'll try something and be like, you have Citra hops in this? And they're like, yeah. And they're like, wow. And I'm like, now I probably can't do that as much since I'm not drinking on the regular as I much. I can tell you which ones have citra hops in them. Yeah. I, yes, that is true. Um, see, one of my favorite ones is Galaxy and they do a Galaxy Hero. Okay. But I need to know what hops are in this one. Lucky Hero. And I can't find it. Oh, wait, what? Step up and roll the dice with the enigmatic, enigmatic Lucky Hero powered by the mysterious Idaho 7. Idaho 7. I don't know what that is, but it's not citrus, so I'm digging on it. This was ranked 87 on Beer Advocate. It's pretty good. Red grapefruit, yep. Subtle black tea finish is what I'm reading here. It's, I think it's that like bitter. I mean, I drink tea. I don't remember the last like time I that. had a cup of tea. I had one today because I was so nervous. <laughs> I went through a phase in high school where I drank a lot of tea. It's because my boyfriend drank a lot of tea. I've always been a tea drinker. I honestly like tea a little bit more than coffee. I enjoy coffee. Don't get me wrong. Coffee's more of my when I'm out go to. But mm -hmm. when I'm at home, I actually enjoy a nice hot cup of tea. Mm, coffee tea. all the time. Plain. And like cold. See, I prefer cold all coffee. year. I do not want hot coffee. If it's 30 degrees out, I'm probably still getting a nice coffee unless I'm personally freezing. Yeah. Which is very rare. Um, I'm an iced coffee person as well. Yeah. Or a cold brew person. I can't do it as much because the acidity gets to me. Which is probably why now I'm drinking more tea. Yeah, it's also why I put milk in it. I do that too. I do mm -hmm. oat milk typically. Um, I've never had an issue like you did in Dalton with the iced coffee thing. I don't know if I would have had as much patience uh, as you. I'll be honest. I just honest. wanted to get out of there and I was like, I... What? <sighs> what? 
no, I don't want a latte. Maybe they didn't have iced coffee or then, cold brew. And then, then she that's was just fine. That's totally fine. Did, and you did say they have a menu up that said anything or they you know? did, but I didn't really read it because most places have iced coffee or they have the ability to make it. Right. And I, like, that's why if you don't have iced coffee, I don't care. That's fine. Hey, we don't have iced coffee. Do you want an iced Americano? It's water and espresso. Yeah. Sure. That's the same. Sure. That sounds great. Right. I mean, I used to drink cold brew all the time. And every once in a while, I would do a nice Americano. And I'd add like a little bit of flavoring yeah. and maybe some non-dairy milk just like, as an alternative. No, I don't want a latte. That's so much milk. So much milk. You, I don't understand how... My favorite was when I worked in... Co- and I could talk about this all day. <laughs> but when I worked in coffee shops and people would come in and they're like, can I get a medium latte with, uh, oh my gosh, like three shots? And I'm like, Yeah. Sure. That's what it comes with. And they're like, oh, can I add one extra? And I'm like, no problem. And they're like, I'm going to be just jacked like out of my mind. I can't believe it. Like there's so much caffeine. And I really wanted to be like, so for every two shots, that's about as much as in a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. And you're drinking with like a gallon of milk. Yeah. Or not a gallon, but like a cup and a half of milk. Like mm-hmm. you're not going to. Okay, sure. No problem. Do you also want like four separate syrups in that? <laughs> i mean i worked that's, in coffee too so i get it i mean that is where i become the coffee snob my it, it was so crazy to me for the fact that so many people added so much sweetener mm-hmm. and everything was so sweet and when i was working in coffee i was like i don't i at first when i first started getting into it i was like oh this is great and then over time i was like i gotta cut back on my sugar mm-hmm. so i kept cutting it back and cutting it back and it to the point where i was drinking plain lattes plain cold brew or with milk at least a little bit of milk um i was barely having i mean no sugar and everybody's like how are you drinking that i was like i've kind of trained like weaned myself off of sugar i guess you can say also when you steam milk it like caramelizes the sugars in there kind of so it's it's sweet it becomes sweet now did you guys mix your syrup in your milk and brew it or did you have it where your syrup was mixed in with your espresso then you poured milk on top of it that one okay Wait, do people steam syrup in milk? I okay. So where I was originally trained before I actually went to a professional coffee shop, yes. Gross. Yep. That's not good for the steam wand. It's not. I good. could go on and on. Oh, but I know. Yeah, especially yeah. if you use the syrups that are like syrup. Yeah. Not like the Mona and like the real water, like the pump ones, yeah. but the like the chocolate syrup and like the caramel like drizzle syrup. Mm-hmm. The espresso helps melt it. Yep. I again forever and ever. And my favorite drink is just iced coffee. With caramel syrup in it, like a pump or two. And you got to like really stir it to melt it. But I will only order that if they have the kind of caramel syrup I like. But also, I gave up sugar. Good for you. Sort of. Yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) I'm over here thinking it's been like a week or two. No, no. Yesterday. I haven't hit the... It hasn't been super bad yet. And like that being said, I'm not including like beers and things like that. Because A, it's my job. B, I have a podcast. Like, I'm, I'm drastically cutting back. Yeah. So today it took everything in me not to order a syrup in what I was getting. But then I realized that if I added another element to my order, her brain would have exploded. Probably. So poor girl. Bless it. This is good. Yay. Sarah found another, found another IPA. (laughs) Yeah. Revolution's fun. I, I wish we got them here so badly. Um, that's like how I feel about three Floyd's though. I wish three Floyd's and they don't have a, I don't know how big they're like, 
beer portfolio is but like there's a set amount like we have like probably the two most popular ones yeah and then there's another one let me find the title will crack you up one let me find the title while you do that i'm gonna pour the last beer you've got it but chow which by the way since you're pouring that talk about your half marathon down in georgia oh she's, my she's, been, God. she's been probably like kim's not mentioned this yet i but haven't i have actually and i'm like no <laughs> crap you know i will <laughs> oh god okay so we're all gonna sign up for another one really yep i'll preface by saying that <laughs> um and then i will continue to say it was the most miserable experience of my life and like oh okay maybe not of my life I mean, I haven't had, uh, okay. I've had some pretty miserable experiences. So this one was top 10. So we, okay. There are four of us in an Airbnb and you know, to be fair, it was pretty small. Mm-hmm. Um, but we get up and like, it's one of those things where everyone's like, I don't know if I'm going to do this. I don't know if I'm going to do this. We're looking at the weather report and like the entire country is clear <laughs> except savannah not <laughs> so there is a like tropical storm it's like a um, tropical storm isn't the word it's like a coastal storm mm-hmm. coming through and savannah is the only place with like dark red precipitation and it's like 35 degrees so it's like not cold enough to snow okay maybe like 38 degrees but like okay all right so we're all getting dressed and like you know somebody puts on a sock and we're like i don't know i don't know and everyone's like i'm not gonna do this i'm not gonna do this so for whatever reason we're all like waiting for one person to back out Mm -hmm. and when none of us do we're like okay all right we're going we'll got we are are a 15 minute walk from the starting line but we took an uber (laughs) (laughs) so we get outside and it's raining and it's cold and ashley and megan are like okay we're gonna do this we're so excited like they've never run half marathons before Mm -hmm. ashley had never run a race before um so they are like okay we are going to do this we came this far we train we're gonna do this lt and i have both run half marathons before and we're like ah no I don't, I don't need to prove anything. Like I'm good. (laughs) So I don't need to prove anything to myself. I don't need to prove anything to anybody else. Like I just, I think we're gonna go back inside. So she and I have had this car. Like if you go, I'll go, if you go, I'll go. And like Ashley and Megan are just so excited. So we're like living off of their energy at this point. So we're like, okay, okay, okay. So we get in the Uber and we make it to the starting line and we're hiding under a parking deck with like 50 other people. And then we make it out into the rain and we're standing at the starting line And if you aren't familiar with races of this size, they start in waves. So it's like A through Z or whatever. Corral. They're corrals, like cows. Um, And it's like one. We were in corral like 17. Oh, jeez. So we're slowly moving up. And we were all soaked even before we started. Oh, God. And it's cold. And I don't think it got above, I want to say like 43 the entire time. And it rained the entire time. Like there was no reprieve. So we're doing it. And I also, dear, dear listeners, keep in mind, your girl didn't train. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. I didn't. Uh, so which is to say I'm a relatively healthy person, but like mm-hmm. I, I finished it. We all finished it. LT killed it. She's in, she's been running a long time. Yeah. Um, a natural runner. Um, Ashley and Megan both finished it. They did great. We were all just like miserable. Um, it was cold, like soaked to the bone. 
my i'm gonna be honest all of my race clothes are still in a trash bag in the back of my truck oh they're because i'm oh dear oh yeah like oh my i'm gonna wash them tomorrow it's gonna take a couple cycles i know yep um but like it's (laughs) i just haven't been able to face them yep um because i was like standing in the airbnb like peeling them off like they're like i could wring them out no so yeah so anyway um it was a good experience not one that i will ever repeat Mm -hmm. we will sign up for another race but if it even like looks like rain i'm not doing it like i i have done it i have proved it i am i am i'm complete um but the rest of the weekend was really nice and we got to like hang out in savannah yeah find a couple bars that are either new or i didn't know existed the last time i went and were just super cool yeah um poor megan got pneumonia oh shit she had just recovered from a breakthrough case of covid like a week before we left (gasps) so all of that just like sent her body to shock and she like had pneumonia uh melanie one of the owners of hutton and smith actually ran with us she and her husband were down there and she got some like awful cold i think like just being run down and cold and wet for so long like it just sends your body into not a great place but it was i mean all in all an experience that like wasn't good but i'm glad that we did it right and all of us are talking about doing it again i think as soon as the race opens up we'll probably sign up for next year um i want to get a couple more people to run it with us and like just create a big old group and like do it every year no (laughs) (laughs) i want to be there and support yeah yeah that would be awesome i i need to i need to i'm i wanted to this year and it just didn't work out the way i wanted it to yeah yeah i was i was supporting you all from a distance i don't know how many times i've like i'm proud of you i'm proud of you guys and i was like cheering you all on from home i was uh, like we appreciate it yeah we could feel it i was like from the distance i'm like yay (laughs) i'm like that meme where patrick from spongebob has those little like flags and he's like yeah that's that that was my energy yeah i was i'm so proud of you guys for even with the rain and the cold i was like oh my gosh they were going through hell right now but i was like i'm so proud of them and what they're doing the three we walked nine miles the next day we had a ghost tour we were walking around savannah and like we could barely do it like the three of us were hobbling down the streets i bet and like walking down the stairs to river street it was like um i was like an 80 year old woman i had to take it one step at a time and like turn <laughs> sideways so that my hips would move in a certain way and not hurt it was awful but yeah it was all in all it was good i think in the future i'd like to sign up early and then find like a really dope airbnb yeah like a house or like something like bigger yeah um it maybe bring some more people and get a couple airbnbs or whatever but just have like a whole stay a little bit longer right um yeah so if anybody nearby wants to sign up with us we have let's do it like i said i'll be there in support unless i can get myself physically fit because i know i'm not at all um it will not be happening anytime soon yeah i've been thinking about it (laughs) um okay this is our last one but we are well i'm excited this is our final beer it's revolution again um it's called the anti-hero so part of their hero uh ipa series Mm -hmm. 6.7%, 6.7%, an American hop assault. That doesn't bode well for me. Mm. Um, on the front is like a military hop head. Oh, that's cute. It's a hop head. Yeah. <laughs> Did you just realize those are yes. hop heads? <laughs> they have hop heads on their Guys, on their I'm so tired. It's all good. Um, he has an eye patch and a little and a little hat and some gloves, and he looks like something out of like a marble, uh, like the 
why like can't red skull yes yeah. yes what are they called oh my gosh why can't i think of what red skull i wanted to say umbrella company but that's evil dead uh resident evil oh my gosh i don't even know what i'm talking about umbrella uh, com- okay umbrella academy no. um so hydra hydra did it sorry guys <laughs> um it is where is it oh it's 6.7 percent. what are the hops in this one um am i gonna like it oh hold on so it's their flagship beer uh supremely aromatic crisp and drinkable blend with citra oh, crystal centennial and chinook hops for a clean bitterness and imparts massive floral and citrus aromas i don't love it but i also like don't hate it oh uh, this i love this beer so it's not of the two that we've tried from them i would 100 drink the other one um but yeah no that's not for me that aftertaste i can't so they have this weird quote that i found that says an american hop assault for all the warriors who get the girl on the end quote no what yeah wait wait it says quote look i ain't in this for your revolution and i'm not in it for you princess unquote i don't know how i feel about that i don't either i've never seen that quote before until i was looking up yeah i wait say that last part again uh it says look i ain't that let me read it again look i ain't in this for your revolution and i'm not in it for you princess so why are they in it like what's their purpose i don't know also why she got to be a princess what if she's fighting next to him i got some questions yeah and some feelings well, for one, I've never... Okay, so I don't know if you ever grew up like this, but I was never called a princess growing up. My family did not do the whole, oh, she's a princess, dress her up in little dressies and mm-hmm. all that. They never wanted me to have this fictional Disney princess vibe like most families and young girls have. So they never put that in my head. Now, was I a big Disney person and enjoyed certain ones? But I'll be honest with you, out of all of the big Disney movies, Belle wasn't a princess. Not until I guess she married Beast, but whatever, however you want to phrase that. Pocahontas is technically not a princess. She's just the daughter of a chief. Which is that yes or no? If you like whitewash it, yes. It Gosh, what other movies did I enjoy as a kid? Now, now I'm stop. Aladdin was a, I mean, Jasmine mm-hmm. was a princess. Little Mermaid was my bag. She was a princess. There's okay. Oh, this is crazy. I did not watch Little Mermaid when I was younger. I did because she had red hair. Yeah, that makes sense. I understand. Um, my brother-in-law had a crush on her, which I think mm-hmm. is hilarious. I used to flop around in the bathtub and pretend I was her. That's cute. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never really watched her. But when it comes to like Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, yeah. all of these high-end princesses. Cinderella's not a princess. She became oh, one. That's true. That's true. Okay, good point. Good point. But I never had that in my head as I'm a princess. Oh, yeah. Ever. My folks never wanted me to have that fake. I don't think my parents really cared. I think they were just like, all right, whatever you want to do. I just happen to really be into like The Little Mermaid. No, that's fair. And I mean, I watch Disney movies, but I'll be honest. I watch like Fox and the Hound, which is traumatizing and sad as shit. Dude. Oh, my God. The one that got me was Rescuers Down Under. 
Nope. Terrified me. Couldn't I, watch it. Absolutely I, not. I think I was really young when I watched it, but I don't remember it now. I need to go back and relive that one. But uh, Beauty and the Beast was always my favorite for the fact that I loved that Belle went into this castle and she had this room just completely dedicated to books, this library. And I was like, this is great. Mulan wasn't a princess. So you want to know something that's crazy about the movie? Nor Mulan? did she marry a prince. Nope. She fell in love with a general. Yep. You want to know what's crazy about that movie? I didn't watch that movie until probably I've been with my husband now for 12 years. Um, probably five to six years ago, maybe half of our relationship. Really? I never watched it. It's that, good. that one Hercules. So <laughs> Hercules. I love Hercules. Okay, so, oh my God. <laughs> I will explain something with Hercules. So when we were first just dating, maybe we were official. I'm at his house and he's, we're talking movies. And he was like, oh, Hercules is on. I was like, I've never seen. It. He's like, you've never seen Hercules. His brother, his best friend and his girlfriend at the time were in the kitchen, which they have a window like that separates from yeah. the living room to the kitchen. They all pop their heads through and they're like, you've never seen Hercules. And I was you've like, seen it now, right? Yes. Okay. And they were, I was like, no. And they were like, oh. I was like, is this where the relationship ends? It just started. <laughs> Hercules is like, it's a great movie. It's a great. Movie. I have a huge interest and in like soft spot for any kind of like Greek or Roman mythology. Yes. And if I can have one movie before, no, several movies before I die, it will be Marvel style movies with all of the Greek gods and not in spoiler alert. Turn it off now. The Eternals way. Right. Where have you seen it? Nope. Okay. You're like, I don't, I, I can't. I, I will eventually watch it. It's like every Marvel movie and Avengers. I am the last one probably to watch it. Okay. So we love them. Um, but the Eternals like wasn't the best, but I heard it wasn't the best, but it was also not the worst that as everybody has been saying it is. Yeah, it's just like fine. Um, right. It They, in my opinion, and I don't think this is too much of a spoiler. I don't think um, they lean really heavily on like this romantic aspect of it. Okay. Which I don't think was necessary. You've got a cast, an amazing cast of like 12 people mm -hmm. or like eight people or mm -hmm. something. And, and I really think they could have focused more on the dynamic between them right. and the fact that they are these eternal beings that spend their entire lives together right. or like millennia together. Right. And they don't, the whole movie is like kind of getting them back together and you're like, well, I really, we could have done more with like, I would have preferred to watch like the flashbacks of their lives and like those stories of like character building and relationship building and all that. I think the two best actors weren't in it enough. Um, I am not a huge fan of really, really well-established and famous actors and actresses in these kinds of movies. I right. think when you have this massive platform that people are going to watch, no matter what, I think it's so much cooler to see new unheard of people in these roles mm -hmm. and like building a career and creating these like huge stepping blocks for them instead of seeing Angelina Jolie who That's does not need mention. the role like I, I thought she was very unusual to go into the Marvel universe I agree um and then the other thing too is she plays Athena and then several of the other characters are Athena Gilgamesh Icarus and Cersei okay and Icarus and Circe have really interesting backgrounds in Greek mythology. Right. Um, but in the story, they don't touch on any of that. They have their names and they're like meant to be these gods. But at one point, so there's another character called Sprite. Mm -hmm. And at one point they mention like someone's like, oh, yeah, Icarus. And he's like the guy that flew too close to the sun. 
And she's like, oh, yeah, that was just like a funny rumor Sprite made up. And I'm like, no, stop. You have this like entire rich history and like a civilization built on the belief of these gods. Don't glaze over it. Like their history, like their stories are so much more dramatic and in depth and like heartbreaking than any of this Marvel stuff because people believed in it so vehemently for so long give me that give me the film it, it almost makes it sound fictional yeah and make it makes it as a joke which, which i don't like in that. religion like if you believe that those things are fictional that's fine but you still right. have a society that was sustained by this belief for however long mm-hmm. show me the films of these things like right i think it would be so good so good and you're like zeus and like you're creating these this world and like this decadent okay and like persephone and hades is one of my favorite stories mm-hmm. um so anyway i'm that's so what rusty on all that stuff i just go back and watch the same things over and over again especially like when it comes to disney stuff like i will tell you two of my probably as an adult all-time favorite movies from disney now is toy story the first Oof. one because the humor in it is hilarious oh the humor in all of like the pixar disney movies they're so great uh Mm. and mr potato head i just relate to him (laughs) so much on another level um which i'm gonna just mention this real quick so there is a one of the main roads that i take up to see my grandpa there is some very like country farmland and every time we drive up there is a like barn to the left and in the middle of the barn is a picture of mr potato head oh cute like in the wood and every time we drive by and it probably drives my family a little crazy i'll go mr potato head every time because it makes me happy just to see it they're just like one day you shouldn't say it and they're gonna be like you okay yeah they do no no i've been driving before not paid attention they're like you miss mr potato head like they know it's my ritual every time i go through um but yeah, no, that's one of my favorites as well as Lilo and Stitch is another one. Oh, that's a cute movie. It is so cute for the fact that, and really, it's really the beginning of it when she's late for her dance class to perform. Yeah. And she has to explain why she's late and it's because of Pudge the Fish. But then once you realize the story and the reason why she feeds Pudge the Fish, you're like, this is depressing. Oh. She feeds Pudge the Fish because he controls the weather, which resulted in her parents dying okay. because they were out on the water. Yeah. And so when you see that twisted, like now, once you realize you're like, oh my gosh, she feeds that fish because what happened to her parents? Yeah. My favorite ones are brave. Um, I know. No, uh, I tried watching it and I couldn't get into it. Why? I don't know. I was Uh, watching it and I was like, I'm bored. I love it so much. I will try to revisit it again. I will Um, try. And then Coco. I've not seen it. Oh my God. Get ready to cry. Uh, Get ready to cry. So during quarantine last year thomas went back to work i was still at home figuring out what i was going to do with my life um i watched up for the first time nope still never seen it oh man it is a tearjerker but it's a good movie it is so worth watching i I can do it um moana was another one that i watched moana's really good moana's good i uh the whole spoiler if you haven't seen moana at this point the grandmother part really tugged my heartstrings Mm because i was very close to my mom's mom so for me like that was just something i understood Mm -hmm. and so i'm like crying watching this movie by myself oh girl I'm just like, and here are the tear works. Oh, girl. Like another Coco. Part. Like, so Coco, a very big theme in it is how she lost her dad or like is losing her dad or she, I think she lost her dad. Yeah. And I watched it probably three years after I lost my dad, mm-hmm. but I watched it with a girl who had recently lost her dad. Oh. And I was like, 
oh my god we're not okay no. are you okay because i'm not okay she's like oh, i'm not okay it was it was it's so sweet though oh, such a good movie i'll have to watch it i don't know if i can i don't know if thomas would ever want to watch it because eventually i mean he he'll watch a disney movie with me what you're going into yeah that's yeah. good to know for the fact that like and if you guys i think i've explained this at the very beginning when we first started doing this but we lost my husband's dad in may of this year and so it is something that is still very sensitive to all of us especially with the holidays coming through mm-hmm. and so for movies like that i tend to be like hmm, i'm not sure how he would react to yeah. it and i also don't want to you know put that put him through anything like that um but eventually i'll watch it if not i'll just watch it by myself on a random day i'm off and yeah probably have a crying spell oh, anyway so <laughs> Look, when you need a good cry because we all do watch that disney movies are like that for you so but yeah guys i think i think it's time to wrap up we've gone through all of our chicago beers so again thank you chris thank you michael we very much appreciate these beers yeah guys this was awesome yes we got to do more city themed stuff we need to send do a local. Yes. If you guys are interested in sending us beers so we can shout you out or anything like that, between the brews pod at gmail.com or you can go to between the brews pod on Instagram where we are active on there. And that's where we'll update everything and so on and so forth. So until next time, my friends, I hope you all have a, if you're in the States, have a happy Thanksgiving or great rest of your November, because this will be posted the week of Thanksgiving. And then after that, we will be getting more into the holiday spirit. <gasps> I'm so excited. Yeah. Get ready for some, some yummy episodes. Winter warmers, all the fun, sweet mm-hmm. stuff. Peppermint Porter. Oh, the peppermint yes. beers are going to be weird. I'm not a huge peppermint person. I love peppermint, so it's going to be great. Well, this will be an interesting episode once we get down to that. So thanks again, guys, for listening to us between the brews. And we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.